Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Embrace Today. I'm your host, E. Pree Curry, and this morning we are going to continue with the series on self-forgiveness. Last week we began the series and we were discussing some things that we haven't forgiven ourselves for, some things that we have been continuing to hold against ourselves and walk in guilt. But this series is going to challenge listeners to forgive themselves. Oftentimes we don't understand the forgiveness of God and so it's hard for us to forgive ourselves because we don't understand true forgiveness. So what this series is going to do is it's going to shine the light of Jesus on the unforgiveness in our lives so that we are able to forgive ourselves and then walk in light as God has called for us to walk in. This morning we are going to come from Psalm chapter 51 verses 10 through 11, and we are going to talk on the subject of starting from scratch. Last week, we did a search of ourselves, and we asked the Lord to show us some things in our lives that we haven't forgiven ourselves for. Um, We asked him to reveal those things to us. We wanted the truth. We wanted to be able to allow that forgiveness that he offers us. We wanted to be able to receive that forgiveness. But it's hard for us to receive forgiveness when we don't recognize that we need to be forgiven. And so last week we started off with letting ourselves go and getting the truth so that we are able to walk in that total freedom. Um, This morning we are going to continue with self-forgiveness, but as I was meditating on some of the things that we need to forgive ourselves for, the Lord gave me divorce. And a lot of us have gone through a divorce and we haven't forgiven ourselves for going through that divorce. Um, Sometimes we've gotten divorced because we should have never gotten married in the first place. And we know that God doesn't like divorce. And a lot of times in the world today, marriage and the topic of marriage and being being in relationship with someone, it's used very loosely. And so when we don't understand something and we jump into it and it's wrong, then we have to back up out of it. So there's some people that have been through a divorce that hasn't forgiven themselves for being divorced, but what the Lord is telling you is you should have never gotten married in the first place. And so what we need to do is we need to go to him and we need to repent. There's others of us that have gotten a divorce that should not have gotten a divorce. We allowed our family, our friends, and the world to define and give us the action that we needed to take for something that we should have went to God and allowed him to heal. 
And so what the Lord is calling us to today, he's calling us to seek his face, to see what we need to do. Because although I'm giving you biblical principles and insight, we still need to keep our own relationship with the Lord so that he can continue to lead and guide you in the direction that he has for you to go in. And we'll talk a little bit more about marriage later on in the year, but that was something that the Lord laid on my heart to share with you this morning. So in Psalm 51, verses 10 through 11, it reads, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. So again, we're talking on the subject this morning from is starting from scratch. In this passage of scripture, David is crying out to the Lord in repentance. He's calling out to the Lord because he has committed murder and adultery. And he knows that he has done something wrong, but he also knows that he needs God. He needs God's help. He can't do this on his own, and he wants God to be able to lead him and guide him back to where he needs to be. So the first part of verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God. So how do we start from scratch? The first way that we start from scratch is that we have to know that a fresh start is available. Oftentimes when we mess something up, we think that that's it. But David went to God and he said, Create in me a pure heart, O God. David understood that there was a fresh start that was available, but he had to go to God in order to get the correct fresh start. Oftentimes when we are going through our issues and we are struggling, we're trying to start over, but we're trying to do it on our own. We're trying to make up our own plan on what we need to do to get back to the way that that we started off, but God is calling us to draw back to him. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to draw to him. He wants us to humble ourselves before him in prayer and seek his face so that he can lead us and guide us. Notice David said, created me a pure heart. David wasn't thinking about what other people were going to say about him. He wasn't thinking about all the mistakes that he made. He was thinking about his heart, that internal thing that drives us. Our actions come from our heart. And he knew that he had a heart condition that needed to be fixed, and he was not able to fix it. But he went to God, and that's what we need to do. We need to go to God and say, look, God, I messed up, and I need you. I'm coming to you because I know that I cannot do this on my own. I cannot give myself a pure heart. I need you to help me. I need you to search me. I need you to strengthen me. I need you to lead me, God. And he says create. When we are creating something, it takes work. We have to allow that work to be done inside of us so that our actions that come outside will flow from the pureness of our heart that we allow God to work on. And so it begins within And so when we have to begin to change our heart, then our mindsets will change. We won't continually think about the thing that we did, and we won't continue to beat ourselves up and talk negative to ourselves and allow other people to speak negative to us also. When we don't understand the love of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God, we take abuse from people that we shouldn't take abuse from. We shouldn't take abuse from anyone. God did not create us to be abused. But we have to allow the Lord to come into our heart and to create a clean, pure heart within us. We have to allow him to make us over. He has to remove all of that filthiness that we have within us so that it can be clean and pure. And then we have to study his word. We have to intake and inhale 
all of those things that will keep us pure. We can't keep listening to the negativity. We can't continue to do the thing that we did to put us in the situation that we're currently in or that we were in. We have to begin to make better choices. We have to begin to feed ourselves those healthy things, those fruits and vegetables. We can't have candy and snacks all the time. We have to begin to intake those healthy things so that we can stand firm on what we believe so that it won't be so easy for us to slip back into what we did before. But we have to know that a fresh start is available. Sometimes we think that we have messed up so bad that there's nothing that we can do to get back on track. But what David did is he went to God. He asked God, create in me a pure heart. He still had hope. He did not give up on himself. Even though he had to go through the consequences of his actions, he did not give up on himself. He went to God. He knew where to go. And so sometimes we just need to stop talking to everyone else and talk to God and ask God to help help us. There has been some people that have been trying to encourage you, but they can only take you so far. It's God that does the complete work. And when we allow the Holy Spirit that's within us, the power that's within us, to move through us, to show us that stuff that's in us that needs to come out, and when we release it, we will be so free. But it's not until we go to him and allow him to do that work that we can be free. A lot of us have lost hope over the years because people continually badger us. They are continually talking about us. We are known by what we have done. That's how we are identified. So I'm not identified as pre. I'm identified as pre that always used to fight. That girl that used to do this, that girl that used to do that, or that boy that used to do this, or that boy that, yeah, I know him. The one that skips school all the time, or yeah, I know him. The one that used to beat his wife, yeah, I know him. The one that's on drugs, we are known by what we did. And so we are allowing those words and how people know us affect us, or should I say how people label us. Because just because someone else is labeling you a particular thing doesn't mean that's what God has labeled you as. You are still God's child. You are still created in his image. You are still fearfully and wonderfully made. But God wants to create in us a pure heart so that we can do the work that God has called for us to do. Oftentimes we also think that we cannot fulfill our God-ordained purpose because we have messed up. David was known as the man after God's own heart, even though he committed adultery, even though he committed murder. He was still known as the man after God's own heart. So just because you have done these wrong things does not mean that God is going to push you away. You're not going to be able to walk in the purpose that he has for you. You were still created for a purpose to fulfill his purpose in your life and to give glory to the kingdom and God. But what? just because you made a mistake doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to do that. All we have to do is go back to God in repentance, understand that there is a fresh start available regardless of what other people are saying about us, and then move forward but it begins within. It has to be a heart changing. Our heart has to be healed. Our heart has to be restored. Our heart has to be free. Freedom starts within. Just because someone looks free, just because someone looks restored, and just because someone looks healed doesn't mean that they are because it starts within. And if we aren't healed in the inside, we're not healed on the outside. 
we have to get to the place to where we are understanding that God is waiting for us. You have not lost your chance. A fresh start is available for everyone, but we have to be the ones to seek out God for that fresh start. The next part of verse 10 says, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So when we're starting from scratch, we have to know that a fresh start is available, but we also have to rededicate ourselves. He says, renew a steadfast spirit within me. And so when we are renewing something, we are restoring, reviving, recovering. And so we need to rededicate ourselves to God. God, I messed up. I am here. I need you. I need you to create in me a clean heart, but I also need you to renew a steadfast spirit within me. I need you to revive me. I need that fire back. I need that hope back. I need that love back. I need that that pureness back that only you can give me. That spiritual damage that was done, that physical damage that was done, God, I know that you are the only one that can fix that. You are the only one that can restore that. And that steadfast spirit means it's firm, it's unwavering, so it won't be so easy for me to fall back into the trap that I fell into before. Even if I've been doing it for years, if I've been addicted for years, if I've been abusing someone for years, if I've been in and out of jail for years, if I've been doing this for years, when I allow the Holy Spirit to take control and put that steadfast spirit within me, allow him to renew it, and I rededicate myself, and I humble myself, and I stay before God, and I know what he wants me to do, then I'm able to be firm and unwavering. But it's not until we understand that a fresh start is available to us and then we rededicate ourselves. We can't focus on the external. We can't focus on everything that happened because of what we had done. I'm not saying that you just sweep it under the rug like it didn't happen, but we can't focus on those things. We have to focus on God and allow him to do the work. When we sin, it separates us from God, and God doesn't want us to be separated from him. Proverbs 28:13 says, "He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy." And so God is desiring us to come to him. He wants to give us this mercy. But we have to rededicate ourselves and know that we still have hope. We have not lost our chance. The damage that was done on the outside, whether it's just to yourself or someone else, the Lord can heal all of that. But we have to start with him. We have to start somewhere, and it has to be with him. Our foundation has to be strong. And when we start with him, he will lead us and guide us in each and every direction that we need to go after that. There's nothing wrong with starting over. When you start over, you have a fresh start. And so it's fresh and it's new. And so you have a chance to build on that freshness, on that newness, on that firm foundation. You have another chance not to let those things, those unpure, unclean things in your life, in your heart, in your mind. You have another chance to you have another chance to allow the Lord to do what he wants to do in your life. But we can't focus on the external. We can't focus on those other voices. We can't focus on what people are saying about us or what we were, what we are known by. We have to focus on what God is saying about us. Oftentimes we get too focused on the outside and we forget about the inside. But we have to start with the inside. 
We have to allow the Lord to revive us. We have to get that fire back. Allow him to recover. Allow him to bring you back to what he originally created you to be. And once we do that, we have to get to the place to where we are allowing our story to be a testimony. Now, we won't walk in guilt. We won't walk in shame. But we'll walk in victory because we overcame something that the world said that we couldn't overcome. But it's not until we know that a fresh start is available and until we rededicate ourselves. We have to get to the point to where we are making the choice to turn around. We are making the choice to stand firm on the word of God and do what he is calling us to do. We can't continue to look backwards. We can't continue to live in our past. God is looking toward your future, but he wants to work with you right now in your present so that you can get there. But it starts in the inside. It starts with heart. We can't dress ourselves up to make it seem as if we are healed, and we're not. We're still broken. We have to get to the place to where we are allowing the Holy Spirit to work within us. But then verse 11 says, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. So when we're starting from scratch, we have to know that a fresh start is available. We have to rededicate ourselves. But then we also have to know that we need help. This is something that we cannot do on our own. We cannot stand on an island by ourselves. We cannot be idle. We have to get to the place to where we are understanding that we need, number one, the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Your helper is within you. But oftentimes we want to do things on our own, and when the Lord is leading us to someone else that can assist us, we are holding back because we're so prideful. But the Lord is, the Holy Spirit is leading you. The Holy Spirit has filled you with this power, and we have to submit to his Holy Spirit that's within us as he is leading us and guiding us. But some of us are too proud, proud, too ashamed, too embarrassed, and the Holy Spirit is leading you to the person that has the answer to your problem. But we have to get to the place to where we understand that we need help. We cannot do this on our own. That's why we have the Christian community. And so you say, well, I'm not a Christian, so what am, what am I supposed to do? We start with God. You go to God. God will still listen to you. Ask, what am I supposed to do? And you, I, will, I guarantee you will get your answer. But we have to get to the place to where we understand that we cannot do this on our own. Acts 3.19 says, repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. We cannot do this by ourselves. Oftentimes, so many of us are hurting, so many of us are broken, because we are trying to hold everything in and do this on our own. The Lord has supplied us with people. The Lord has supplied some of us, even with our our ministry partners, the Lord has supplied us. But because we're so proud, we don't want to talk to anybody about our issues. And so we're hurting, and the people around us, we're hurting them also. 
and we're continually year after year after year after year walking in the same hurt and pain because we're too proud to talk to someone about the issues that we're having. It's easier easier for us to be mad. It's easier for us to be stubborn than for us to be able to talk to somebody and get the freedom. And we oftentimes use the excuse as if I'm not telling anybody my business or I'm not going to do this. If the Lord is leading you, go. But we're hurting ourselves when we're not doing this. There are people in leadership that's hurting because they're too embarrassed to talk about their situation to somebody, but they're hurting and they're broken. And they're trying to teach and they're trying to preach and they're trying to lead and they can't because they're broken. They're not walking in freedom. They're not walking in healing or restoration because they're broken. They're bound. And when we don't get to the place to where we understand that we need help, that we can't continue to harbor this in, then we're going to continue to walk in that. It goes back to the first point of fresh start is available, regardless of who you are. Just because you are in a position of leadership, just because you are running a company, just because you are running a ministry, just because you are a pastor or whatever the case may be, the president does not mean that you are exempt from having issues. That does not mean that the devil does not come up against you. That does not mean that you do not have issues. That does not mean that you don't sin. That does not mean that you don't have issues as well. What it does mean is you are made in God's image. You are the same just as anyone else, but you also need to go through the same procedures as other people. You are not exempt from having an accountability partner. You are not exempt from needing to talk to a person from time to time. But you can't continue to try to lead when you're broken. You're operating from the outside, looking free, looking free, healed, and restored on the outside, but on the inside, you're broken. And what the Lord is saying is you need help. You cannot do this on your own. And that's why a lot of us are hurting so much because we think people are against us. A lot of, We always think somebody trying to set us up or I don't know what somebody's motives are. You are protected by God, and you're sitting around walking around in this pain and this hurt and broken because you think everybody's trying to set you up. Everyone is not trying to set you up. God has a plan for our lives, and this is so serious, and it's not until we understand it. It's not until we get it that we're able to walk in freedom. When we don't understand God's forgiveness, we can't forgive ourselves. And so we have to get to the place to where, number one, we are free. We are healed and we are restored before we can try to lead anyone else into freedom, healing, or restoration. We have to understand that God is here for us. The Holy Spirit is within us to lead us and guide us in truth. And so if the Holy Spirit is leading you, then go. The Holy Spirit is not going to lead you for somebody to set you up. He don't work like that. Oftentimes we think that we're more higher than we actually are. 
that we have this great gift and this great anointing that no one else has, and they're going to be able to steal it from us if I get close. We cannot do this by ourselves. But it's not till we get to the point and understand that we cannot do this on our own. We start from scratch when we know that there's a fresh start available, when we rededicate ourselves. And when we rededicate ourselves, don't go to God with your own plan. Don't go to God thinking that everything is going to go the same way it went last time. The Lord does what he wants to do. And we have to go to him submissive and humble with an open heart and open mind and allow him to lead us and guide us. Some of us have been living day after day after day after day in hurt, anger, and jealousy because we are too stubborn to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us to the people that he has to help us. We have to stop being so stubborn and allow the Lord to lead us. The Lord is calling us to draw to him. People in leadership are hurting each other, going back and forth, hurting each other, back and forth, hurting each other. But God is calling us to be led by the helper that he has placed within us. We have removed ourselves from God's presence. And the Lord is calling us back. He's drawing us back. But we have to be willing to come. And we have to be willing to be led. But we can only do that when we rededicate ourselves with an open mind and an open heart and allow the Lord to lead you and guide you in all truth. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for the word that you have sent forth, God. I pray even right now as the listeners, Lord, will open their hearts and minds, God, to know and be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, God, that they may follow you, God, and that they may know, God, that you are with them, God, that they may understand, God, that everyone is not out to get them, God, but you have specifically place people, assign people to them that you would have to assist them on this journey, God. I pray, God, that even as we are coming to you and allowing you to create in us a clean heart, oh God, a pure heart, God, I pray, God, that we will not try to cover up anything that is revealed to us, oh God. I pray that we will stay in your presence, God. I pray that we will continually read your word, God, that we will continually seek your face, God, that we will not embrace the labels that have been placed upon us, oh God, but that we will embrace the label that you have given us, God, that we are made in your image, God, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, God. I pray that we are strong and courageous, God, and that we will walk in all the power that you have placed within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.